What's going on, big guy? Nothing. What's going on with you? Um, oh, you know, the same old thing, same old thing, same shit, different day. Oh, it, yeah. No, it's it's different week now. It all just runs together. <sighs> Isn't that the truth? They, you know, it, it's like it's like everybody's excited for the weekend, but then you're so busy on the weekend that it doesn't even matter that you had a weekend. No, no. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm glad we can finally get to do this. And, uh, for those of those, those of you that are, uh, listening in for the first time, my name's Dan and, uh, this, this handsome mug over here, this guy's Brady. Um, and, uh, this is the first episode of our new podcast that we're doing, um, called men in your life, unapologetically human. Um, Brady, you want to tell them a little bit about what this podcast is going to be? Sure. Um, so, you, you know, there's a lot of the, there's a lot of stigma when it comes to, you know, basically, as Dan put it, dude casts. Um, you know, it's, you know, who the hottest starlet is. What's the what's the latest sports craze? What's you know, what are the standings? What are this that this isn't that this is the this isn't that's not our goal. Sure. We'll touch on, you know, little bit of sports here and there because we're both kind of we're both into it but this is about the conversations that you know men don't feel comfortable um having this is this is stuff that you know we we don't we don't like to admit in in public this is i mean even even with our closest friends Um, for those of you that are curious, that is uh, Brady's little hellraiser. She likes to run around and cause a lot of problems for Brady, and uh, she's adorable. And she's also adorable at the most inconvenient times sometimes. Yes, she is. Yes, mm-hmm. she is. Um, but- okay, you, you, you hit it right on that. This is basically, uh, like, we, like we said before, it's, about, it's a podcast about having the uncomfortable conversation. And this is a raw, basically unfiltered conversation. And we're going to have some deep talks. We're going to piss people off. We're going to probably piss each other off. And really what it's going to do is what we're hoping is that we reach somebody from a, at a different level. And, you know, we, we call it a dude cast, but really this is for anybody who maybe going through tough times or struggling who, you know, may want to just listen in to just two buffoons talking about some random ass stuff. But this is, this is really just to start having an uncomfortable conversation, how you start to have that conversation. Because really once you open up into that, you, it makes it that much easier to actually speak on things, you know, talk about things. Um, Now, before people start judging or questioning, like, what, what do we know about mental health or suicide or depression to, you know, do, just to throw it out there. You and I both have our, our own experiences with this. Um, some, you know, close to the close to your heart, some that might be personal, you know, self type of things. And that's stuff that we're going to go on about different at a different time. But, um, you know, like for me, this is this for me personally, this hits home for the fact that, um, you know, my brother, my older brother passed away 2012. He lost his battle with depression and suicide and he took his life. So, you know, it's just it's one of those things where hopefully if someone's listening, they, you know, they can reach out to us and, 
you know, we, we can reach out to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, um, I've had, you know, friends and, and stuff like that. I, I mean, at, at minimum attempt, I've had a couple of people that, you know, have, have succeeded, unfortunately. Um, and, you know, you hit the nail on the head. It's, I mean, it's, it's about, it is. I've, I've gone through, uh, my own personal things, which is probably something more that, um, more that I would be more comfortable speaking about than, than the people on the outside that have gone through things. You know, I've been through um, a little background with me. You know, I'm, I'm 40 years old. I, you know, I've been married, I've been divorced. And, you know, that's that's a whole topic for another show. But um, I, you know, I think the biggest aspect for me, the most recent aspect for me would be, you know, it wasn't necessarily a, a, a suicidal uh, problem it was an identity problem um, and I'm not talking about you know um, a lot of the hot button topics nowadays like uh, tr- you know transsexual stuff like that it's for me it was for for a long time a little background I was a chef I, I cooked for a living and it's a lifestyle it's not a it's not a job it's not a career it's a lifestyle and you know part of that lifestyle is it becomes part of your identity um, and probably one of the hardest things that I've ever had to go through. And like I said, I've been through, I've been through enough, no more than, no more than some, no less than some, but, um, I was always, that was me, you know, this is, this is Brady, the chef. This is, uh, you know, he, or this is, you know, this is my friend Brady. He, he's a chef. I mean, it was, that was part of the introduction. That was part of what it was. And um, it was more like that was like more like your title than anything else at that point. Exactly. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't Brady, you know, the nice thing, I wasn't Brady, you know, this is my, my best friend, Brady. This is, it was this Brady the chef. Brady the chef. Yeah. And, you know, when I stopped cooking, I, it was actually a very hard thing for me to do. Uh, be, and the reason I brought it up during this, this whole topic is I actually had a nervous breakdown. Like to the point where I was um, shaking and and crying and and this was this was very uh, um, soon after my divorce, so I was al- already an emotional wreck. But um, but all of a sudden my identity was gone, um, and and that's probably one of the hardest things for for me to admit. I mean, you know, as a man, you know, one of the things we're taught growing up, especially in in my generation, our generation. I mean. It's, you know, you're, you're a man, you can't break down. You can't, you know, you're, you you know, you just need to accept the bad with the good, which is true, but you can't change anything. You can't be that person that evolves. You have to be that person that stays the same throughout the years, whether it be, and just get stronger. That's period point blank. You have to just, just eat it and get stronger. And, um, and I was, this was a very low, very weak time in my life. Um, I, I ended up going and seeking counseling, which I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to admit before I, before counseling, before I actually did counseling, I was one of those people that put a stigma on it. And I was, and I'm, I'm not ashamed to say, it, you know, that's the way I was raised. And it's, you know, it's, it's a terrible thing to say, but at the same time, I'm not going to apologize for it. But after the counseling, I am a huge proponent of counseling. Um, you know, having somebody to talk to and, you know, it's one of those things that it's a complete stranger. They have, they, they're not invested in your life. They don't have any, any, 
any leanings one way or the other. Yeah, it's an unbiased. It's unbiased opinion, and and I don't mean to, I don't mean to cut you off, but um, Please. you you brought something up like you said kind of said like a key word there is that the the stigma and i think in the past you know we talked about this before and um we or i guess i i brought up the point that over the last i'd say maybe about you know 20 30 years maybe longer than that and i only say 30 years shit i'm only 32 so who knows what happened before that but since you know since i can remember the stigma on mental health was that if you know mental health wasn't a real thing it wasn't a real problem it was you were you know your 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 mental health was looked at as a negative aspect so when somebody would would say hey i kind of just need a day i'm going through some things they would think that you're soft you're weak or you're actually you know like clinical and you need to go get some help and not in like the good way whereas of you fast forward to today you see more and more people and you know you and i kind of share the same um thoughts when it comes like social media i think you know it's more of bad than good but sometimes they do actually there's something good that they do every now and then and one of those things that they're doing is um they're reaching out in every way possible to spread awareness that hey this is may this is mental health awareness month and you know we're gonna flood you the rest of your timeline to show you that this is a legit situation this is a legit problem and it's I would say an epidemic in the, in the U S and everywhere. Like I'm not, I'm not discrediting anybody else. I just, you know, we, I can't speak on another country that I've never been to, you know, or don't know anybody from, but um, it's, it's an epidemic here. And I think you can see now that people are willing to, to speak up. People are willing to talk about problems. Will people are willing to, to talk and talk and reflect on their own personal um the uh, demons that they go through and you see it a lot with like these athletes that come out and you know they talk about growing up or you know the hard times that they've had and i've i've been a component of you know sometimes when uh you know like an athlete speaks out you don't really know much about their life but then when you find out that you know this guy grew up with you know no parents took care of their own you know siblings you know battled their way through everything that they had you know all this stuff and you kind of like oh like oh shit like these are normal people too exactly and you know that's you know and this is you know this is going to definitely going to be a show where you know we we, we touch on the, th- on the stigma. I mean, stigma is, is going to be brought up quite a bit. And, you know, I'll be the first to admit I was one of those people that, you know, looked at these superstars and I'm like, what problems could you possibly have? Yeah. Like um, you're, how are you, how are you uh, depressed when you got a shit ton of money? But what you, but, but what people need to understand is they are human. They're right. people. They are, you know, they have the same problems we have. Yeah. Maybe not the financial problems, but that's only one aspect. Now, granted, yeah. to me, to people like me, you, the financial aspect can, can be huge. I mean, it's a big, it's a big deal for us. Now you also, you have to think about it this way, you know, professional athletes, superstars, you know, um, actors, actresses, you know, and all those people. Yeah. They may not have the financial problems that we have, but the, you know, th- if you think about your own life, it's not just financial that causes you problems. And th- I think this is a perfect kind of, kind of time to, to bring up, you know, because, because it is May and it is mental, mental health awareness month, you know, the, one of, one of Dan and I's 
big things, one of our big, uh, I guess, sayings or slogans that you can, and Dan was the one that brought this up to me, and I love it. It was, you know, it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, that's, and that's huge. I mean, um, what was it, last month we did, we, you know, Dan and I met um, on Planet. <laughs> Um, and you know, it, we, feel, it feels like a month ago, but dude, that was almost like six months ago. Well, no, I, I'm talking about the uh, the fundraiser. You did. Oh, the fundraiser, right, right, right. I did the uh, I did a 12 hour fundraising fundraising fundraiser um, fundraising stream on Twitch, and believe it or not, we actually you know we hit 1,000, but then somebody donated another 20 bucks like the week later. So we hit $1,020 and I was, you know, and that for me, that's huge. Like, especially because for instance, for one, I don't know anything about streaming. I don't even know anything about doing podcasts. I'm just kind of winging it. Right. So the fact that people who honestly could probably care less about Twitch went on and decided to donate money and spend their time to donate this money you know take time out of their day and they and they listened to what we were talking about it was amazing that you know in a in a short like there was that window where for the first like three hours i was getting a little nervous because i'm like man i'm like i'm not really raising any money but i'm hoping that people are kind of listening and then it was like right after that boom it was you know here's twenty dollars fifty dollars two hundred fifty dollars you know here's another eight like it, it just started flowing and it felt it felt good and, and why don't you share with everybody what what was what what were the donations what were they what charity were they for um the donations were for uh afsp which was america for suicide prevention um we, I say we, um, my family and I and my wife, um, she donates, she has her own team, you know, she has her own story as well. Um, maybe one day I can get her on and she can talk about it. Um, AFA, AFSP does a lot when it comes into the community. And if you were looking no matter where you are in the U.S., if you are looking for a group, if you're looking for a like, community walk, if you're looking to do anything to try to raise money and raise awareness, AFSP is the place to go. They're, even, they're the ones who even have a direct link to Twitch. So if you yourself, anybody who's listening, if you're a, like a streamer, if you're a gamer, and you're interested in doing something like that, they, they can get you set up where you can link everything straight to your Twitch account and all that money that gets donated go straight to AFSP you don't have to do anything um, and all that money is you know both are illiterate with that kind of thing huh which is awesome because both of us are illiterate when it comes to that <laughs> right <laughs> like I thought I thought this would be easy because I was talking about how easy this was and to be fair it's not the app that we're using which is anchor is great because they basically do 98% of the work for you like when we're done and we put po- and I publish this thing and I do a crash course on how to edit because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, once I publish it and send it out, they will distribute it across all platforms on their own. And I'm like, that's great. That's great because I don't have any fucking idea what I'm doing. So, um, but yeah. so before we, before we, um, go timeline and we kind of just blew the timeline or a little like, uh, show timeline out of the out of this because this is what happens and i knew that was going to happen because every time we get on a topic we just we just we just go like it could be about anything we just fucking you know, it'll, go. It'll, so, get, it'll probably get more structured as we uh, the more episodes <laughs> that come out 
Who needs structure? But yeah, you're probably right. So the one thing that I really wanted to actually talk about and bring up, you know, something that I'm hoping that we can continue to do every week is basically like, how the fuck was your week? My week started out a little rough. I come to find out that a uh, uh, my dog, who unfortunately, due to financial and you know spatial uh, issues, uh, was I was unable to keep with me um, anymore. My dad, however, uh, who absolutely loves dogs and spoils the crap out of them, um, was nice enough to take my dogs, and he's had it for a few years now. And um, come to find out that now there were no tests or, or there weren't the extensive amount of tests or anything like that. But uh, the vet thinks that she had a uh, uh, bladder cancer. And so my dad ended up having to put her down. I'm, um, sorry. I'm sorry, dude. That, that's always rough. It, you know, it, it's rough. It is. It's, you know, these were actually my, fir- my first dogs. They were my, uh, they were, they were the first dogs that I ever had. Um, and, you know, it was hard enough to have them so far away from me. My dad lives in another state. Um, but also, you know, it was also really hard because my dad was the one that had to do it. And, you know, I, I should, I, I it hurt because um, on top of, you know, me losing somebody who was with me, you know, through my divorce, somebody who was with me when I drove from my home state of Alaska to uh, where I live now and, and then back to Alaska, then back now. And I mean, it, it was, you know, we, we'd been through a lot. She was there for me um, uh, through, through some of the hardest times. And, you know, it was, it was really hard to let that go. But on top of that, it made me feel like an absolute piece of crap when my dad was the one that had to do it. And my dad, very, my dad is an emotional, emotional man as well. Um, at least when it comes to, to dogs. I mean, he, he definitely likes more than he likes people, but. Me um, too. <laughs> but Me too. It, it was really tough. It really was. And it was really hard to, to, it, it was really hard to break down, like to, to emotionally break down. And, that, right. you know, and I'm kind of glad that we're doing this this weekend because, you know, this was, um, it really speaks to what we're looking to do here is, you know, it was really hard for me to, to show, um, show that emotional breakdown. I, I needed to, you know, I had, I have a job. I work 40 hours a week. I couldn't break down at work. And, you know, I, when I come home, I've got a couple of kids and, and a wonderful fiance that's extremely supportive, but I, I can't break down in front of that because I have to be strong and I have to be, you know, I have to be that man. And um, so that's how, that's kind of how my week started. My week got better throughout the week. I mean, it was, it was a rough week at work. I mean, just like, just like most, you know, it's, it's hard uh, some weeks and it's easy other weeks, but um, you know, there, that was, and it was kind of a blessing in disguise as well, because there was a lot to do. Um, I actually drive straight truck. Um, it, the, the large box trucks you see on the road, that's, that's what I do for a living. Um, and, you know, we had a lot to do this week. So it really kind of, it helped me as far as that goes it, for the time that I was at work to take my mind off of, off of what had happened. The, yeah. Distract, distractions are good. Like distractions are, are something that um, like they're good to lean on, but 
I, I find out that sometimes when you start leaning on the distractions, you start using it as like a crutch and then you use it as like a, um, well, as long as I'm walking on this crutch, I can still, you know, I can still move around and, and, you know, feel like shit and talk myself out of, you know, getting my shit together. And there is one thing that I, I would like to bring up about this though, is, is that, you know, um, the crutch, the crutch helps, um, for, for a limited amount of time, mm-hmm. but, um, I, and I'm a generally positive person, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer. And if I wake up, um, you know, it's a good day. Yeah. I, um, but I can't, I found myself being negative, snapping at people, snapping at coworkers. And I absolutely love my coworkers. We, we have a great relationship and a great report. And, um, I kind of, so, you know, being aware of that, it was, was definitely, um, I, I do credit, you know, I, I do credit the things that I've gone through, the counseling that I've had in the past to be able to identify, you know, yeah, I'm snapping at these people and it's not their fault. You know, they're they're not doing anything wrong. Um, I'm just holding everything in and, and it, I'm at a boiling point. And, and it was rough. And honestly, to be honest with you, what got me through that was the day that it happened. Um, I called my dad. My dad is angry at me because he is the one that, that, that had to do it. Understandably so. Um, but we had a really great cry and I mean, just the, the therapeutic power of just breaking down was amazing. Right. 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 Wow. But, and, and but on top of anything else, you know, the, the positive aspects, I did have a great week at work. I really did. You know, I mean, I like being busy. Um, our work is, you know, the company that I work for is expanding exponentially and it's, it's getting closer and closer. Um, and so, you know, it, and I'm a big part of that as far as you know the the especially the local aspect of it um but it's you know it wasn't just a negative week you know I, that and honestly every day that i come home and i see the smiling faces of my kids and the, and, <clears throat> and the, the wonderfully the wonderfully supportive fiance that i have and no i'm not just saying that because she could probably hear me um, <laughs> But, but it, wasn't just a, it wasn't just a negative week. It started out rough, but like I said, I, I am a firm believer in if I wake up that day, it's it's going to be a good day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, to be fair, I, since we've known each other, uh, dude, you've, you've always been positive. And uh, even though like – even though I I can tell some days when you're when you're kind of having just like a shit tastic day, and I'll basically like talk about how your week went. Well, my week um went a little bit better than than yours, at least especially from the start. Um, we've been work. I mean, work's been shoot, work's been wild. So I work at a uh, oil refinery out here in uh, Virginia, and um we, oof, um we we have trucks that come in every day and they offload into a plant. Um, we also load up tankers and they take it out on the road. Like, uh, we're talking like big tankers, like over the road drivers and stuff. So it's, it's a pretty busy time at work all the time anyway. But, uh, summertime is usually just like, go, go, go. Since like right when you wake up, it's basically like, dude, I I know that today is gonna suck. I hate my life, and I cannot wait for this twelve hour day to get over. And I'll wake. I'm at the point now where I wake up, and when my before my feet even hit the floor, I'll go through my Rolodex and be like, what can I use 
to get out of work today. And then next thing you know, I'm in the truck driving down the highway going to work. And I'm like, God, I did it again. I did it again. Somehow I made my way to work. But um, no, like it's good. Uh, we actually had somebody quit a couple weeks ago and it's been altering for my boss and I and uh, my boss is actually not only is he a facility manager he oversees another facility in baltimore maryland and he's also the assistant regional manager of operations for the company so he's doing like three jobs and he's getting paid peanuts to do these three jobs i'm just gonna say that right now but it's it's been a little hectic and you've you've gotten the text message for me about how like hey how much gasoline will it take to burn this plant, plant down like i'm thinking <laughs> probably like you know a good like 350 gallons in the right places but um it's hectic only because I, i'd say less personally but <laughs> it's it's hectic only because I've been working roughly about like 50, 51 hours. I get up at like 3.30 in the morning. I drive an hour to work. I drive almost two and a half hours back because of traffic. And, you know, it's it's the life that we that I chose. My wife, um, who I love very, very much, she wanted to build this house where we're at now. And, uh, it well, not she didn't want to buy one. She wanted to move down here or build one. She wanted to move down to this area that we're at now and um, like in southern Virginia. And uh, we stumbled across to be uh, uh, this opportunity to build, and we did. And it's a beautiful home. And I, the thing that gets me through driving the two and a half hours of traffic on I ninety five for any of you that are on the East Coast who know ninety five, you know that ninety five can be a shithole between. Well, basically, pick a time. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a disaster anytime you get on the road. It'll take you forty five minutes to go two hours. It's a fucking nightmare. But driving home like just being able to know that i'm like coming home to the house this big house that we got um that you know in my wife and coming home to the dogs like it's it's kind of it kind of makes it better um which doesn't make it better is knowing that we've wasted uh three and a half weekends and we haven't unpacked a goddamn thing so <laughs> at some point at some point we'll get to it it's just like you know we always find ways to get out of it. So, but other than that, yeah, like my week was good. Um, Friday, I watched the, uh, the cats who are not um, doing so hot right now. And uh, that's a, that's a sore subject for me at the moment, but. Um, no, why don't you I, share their, their, their Stanley Cup right now? Uh, the caps um, proceeded to get their ass handed to them by Boston on Friday. Um, they need to win tonight or basically it's, it's over. Um, so there's that, that's, that's a fun time because DC sports is nothing but winners. Um, (laughs) I I, I mean, I have a good football team. I I live in the Seattle area. Yeah. You living in Seattle and having uh, Russell Wilson as your quarterback makes everything better. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, like, like I said, the, the week was good. Um, let's see. I smoked. Some, I smoked barbecue last night. I did a pork butt. Came out perfect. Um, oh, it looks yeah. amazing. Not perfect. Um, other than that, yeah, like I said, the week week's been good. I uh, got a busy day tomorrow. Busy day the rest of the week for for work. But you know, the other thing that helps a lot too is uh, Friday nights, Brady and I get together with the rest of our guys, and we basically just decompress 
and we play Xbox with the, like with the five of us and we're playing stuff like hockey, we'll play basketball, we'll play some demolition derby game we were playing. And you know, that, that stuff's good for me because if I didn't have that, I would lose my fucking mind because I used to went, I'd went from playing softball, coaching baseball, playing flag football, playing hockey on the weekends to then COVID hit and not doing jack squat. So I put on the COVID 40 and I'm losing my mind because I'm so used to do like running around doing all this stuff. And now I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't know how to live life anymore. Like I don't know what to do with my life anymore. I should unpack these boxes, but here I am doing a podcast instead. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's your house. You you can take as much time as you want. Um, Damn right. So- <laughs> Damn right. That's the positivity I need in my life. Fuck it. I'm a grown-ass man. Don't, I'll be back don't tell my wife I said that. That's... She feels the same way, I'm sure. She's probably, she looked at these boxes, and she's like, can we just pay <laughs> to touch our shit? That's it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah, no, the, I mean, so we both had – we both had weeks, um, yeah. and, and that's you know that's a that's a pretty common phrase for me. How was your week? Yeah, it was a week. <laughs> or you know, how was your day? It was a day. Yeah, it was a day. It's all right. It's a day. So, do you have yeah. uh, do you have anything exciting coming up? Well, uh, this next week uh, for the company, at least, um, this next week we we're going through some certifications that will allow us to get some some more clients. Um, Due to the sensitive nature of my work, I'm probably not going to get in too much detail with with uh, with what yeah. I do. But um, when it comes down to it, it's going to be great because it's going to be you know we're going to be busier. There's going to be more money and, and we're going to get a little bit more. Um, just, but, just, you, you just do logistics. That's yeah, that's yeah, fair enough. I, I mean, basically, yeah, I just do logistics. Actually, yeah. according to the company I'm a contractor with is um, in their system. I am a logistics supervisor. Uh, yeah, right now we, we have three trucks. Two of them are small 16-footers, and the other one's a, a larger 26-footer. And I'm in one of the 16-footers right now, which causes me to drive spread eagle. It's awesome. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like but, a clown uh, car. Like when you get into your knees, yeah. come up to your chest when you drive. No, but they come up to the steering wheel. Um, oh my god! <laughs> but no, and, but on on a on a uh, on a personal level, yeah, um, I I will be getting married in a few months. Um, Hell yeah! Hell yeah! We, we've been doing more and more with that. Um, we ordered the invitations. Yes, Dan, uh, we have finally ordered them. Um, Did you but, say, oh wait, hold on. I thought you said you sent those out like two months ago. No, no, I said I was going to order them two months ago. Oh, but um, we we finally ordered those. We've got we've got a lot of things, a lot of irons in the fire with it when it comes to that. But we're slowly getting that, and um, and then our honeymoon, which is going to be an international honeymoon. Um, it's uh, we're we're getting all, everything loaded up, and, and you know, uh, cock lock ready to rock for that. That's always where, fun. Where are y'all going to go? Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> Mexico. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. We're uh, we're gonna go on a uh, vacation here shortly in like July. We're gonna go down to Orlando. Nice, nice Florida. Hey, you know why not? Uh, all the crazies are down there. Um, so you know what? Uh, speaking of places, I mean, what? Where have you been? Where? Where? What do you think you're? Uh, where? Where have you visited that you that you would love to go? go back to um well let me see the only time i've really ever been out of the country is when we went on our honeymoon on a cruise and we went to the dr uh virgin islands puerto rico 
and Puerto Rico is nice. Um, it, it, like it, it was, it was relaxing. Um, other than that, I've, I've basically been to like Florida and Seattle, Washington, like probably 20 years ago to go visit my uncle. So if I could pick, honestly, if I could pick anywhere to go, it would probably be Utah to go on vacation because I want to go to the mountains. Oh, there you go. What about you? Um, you know, growing up in Alaska, there's not a whole lot of places. To... <laughs> yeah, that's true. In my opinion, rival um, Alaska too much. Um, one thing I've always wanted, which uh, I, I will be getting on my honeymoon, is I've never seen a white sandy beach. And I've always You'll get plenty of that in Mexico. Exactly. So, uh, back, back to the topic at hand. Um, you know, the, the, as we said, these are going to be um, the, the hard conversations. The, the, and um, this is not going to be the most politically correct podcast. This is nope. going to be come close to be the, the most politically correct podcast. So, if, uh, if we offend anybody, uh, I'd like to apologize at the time because that's not our goal. However, uh, suck it up and um, hopefully, you know, we, we can get through it. Right. Um, I actually, you know, and you touched on it a little bit earlier, um, the social media. Um, I, you know, I, I get on social media periodically. I don't post much, um, but you get on social media periodically. Um, probably, honestly, I get on daily. Uh, I've got a lot of friends and, and uh, most of my family still lives in Alaska. Um, so I try to keep up with them as much as I possibly can. But, you know, with all this stuff going on I, in the world, and, you know, there are hundreds of topics that we touch on and stuff like that so i'm not going to do do any specific one right now but there was something that was going on online and a friend of mine was was kind of kind of being somewhat attacked and um no, no name calling or anything like that but you know it just the the assholes that are like no i'm right you're wrong get over it um I oh, right. to... The people who you who say I'm allowed to have an opinion, but if you have an opinion, your opinion doesn't matter. But their yeah. opinion is correct, even though everyone's allowed to have an opinion. Yeah, and yeah, I'd like okay. to, this moment to just say, you know, I remember a time when you know you could actually have you could actually disagree with somebody, and you know, and when you disagreed with somebody, um, you, you did throw a hissy fit. Um, take your ball and go home. Um, so you, as you said before, you know, you and I will will more than likely say something that that you know pisses the other one off because we don't agree on everything. We don't. No, and we do it. We do it often. But the pro- the thing is that you know, like people probably won't won't get that, but we will disagree about shit. But we'll have legit grown up conversations, and when we're done, it's like, like, all right, what are you doing? You want to play some hockey? Like, I, like, <laughs> you know. Um, and and another thing I can't stress enough is, you know, when it comes to social media, social media is not the end all be all. You know, mm-hmm. growing, um, I, I can say this at, at forty years old, which is not old. I mean, I, I, you guys give me shit, my coworkers give me shit, but forty is not an old man i have very little gray hair most of it's in my goatee um but your bones I, cracking uh, up. well i mean i'd rather not discuss that but, <laughs> <laughs> but um but no i mean one thing I, I you know one thing i've noticed about social media is growing up in a time before internet and and i did grow up in a time before internet and because i mean when when you really think about it the internet is not that old it's a very new and it is a utility 
it is. I mean, back then, it, back then it was, it was more of a, you know, it was a luxury. Now it's a utility. I mean, people don't even accept applications in person anymore. You can't drop right. off a red. Right. But, you know, there's one thing I could say, and this is coming from a place of fatherhood as well. I mean, I have two very small children. Um, probably won't say their names. Probably will never say their ages because it's not, it's nobody's business but mine. But at the same time, it's, you know, when I'm looking at social media, back in the day, popularity was, was everything, you know, growing up. And it still is. Um, and it was very cliquish, especially I grew up in a very small town. Um, I moved to Western Washington in my high school years, and, and it was even more cliquish, I would say. Just the cliques were a little bigger. Um, but one thing I can say is, you know, I've had people ask me, you know, if would you would you like to be a teenager or you know a child in this era? And I can I can unequivocally say no, 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 I wouldn't because I mean not only not only is it a popularity contest and stuff like that with your local friends with your local peers, you know it it now it's global, which adds a whole different degree. Which is I mean I, in my opinion and this this does transition into the topic uh, topic that you know we're we're both so very passionate about is you know i mean it's not just the the suicide rate in, in adults the suicide rate in children that has gone exactly it, and i was i was actually going to say that before you brought up is that more and more you hear these stories about um youths and teens who attempt and not 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 succeed per se because that's a that's a total different stat but people, youth and teens who just attempt suicide is through the absolute roof. Oh, it is. I mean, if you look at it, even, even you know, as I said, I'm 40, you know, we'll go 30 years ago, you know, when I was 10. Um, this was, you know, the budding time of the Internet. That was, um, you know, like I said, I'm 40. So that was 1991. Um, you know, budding time internet was pretty, pretty, you know, young at this point in time. It was, you know, dial up if anybody remembers that sound. If anybody's ever heard that sound, they still remember. But, but now it's so easily accessible and, and it's so, it's so part of our lives that, um, you can almost see now that our next podcast, I'll have a little more stats because I, I, my computer's well, bring all right. But so I'm, let me between yep. 30 years ago and then looking look at them even for you know decades for the for the following three decades i can firmly say and i cannot back this up by statistics right now but our next podcast i'll bring them with me um i firmly believe that you know the suicide rate and suicide attempts um has has exponentially increased with, with our young people which which translates into adulthood so here, let me let me go ahead and, and throw this throw this number out to you. So between in like 2017, um, it, it, the suicide rate still rem- are like still really really high for between the ages of like 15 to 24, uh, and I, I would say arguably so because you're going through high school and then you know college, right? So those are two of the most transitional time periods of your life and not on top of whatever else you got going on in your life. Right. So between the ages of 15 to 24 in 2017, there were 6,200 suicide attempts, 60, almost 6,200 
between the ages of 15 and 24. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. What the, what in the absolute fucking hell is going on that will cause a 15-year-old to basically one day wake up and be like, dude, I'm fucking done. Like, I'm tired of this shit. Like, I'm out of here. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing wrong as a society that causes a, a 15-year-old to basically want to end their life? Well, and uh, I, I mean, I can, I can speak a little of this, you know, growing, as I was growing up, you know, um, Dan, Dan makes, you know, these comments about me being Sasquatch, which for the record, I'm not that hairy, um, but, but um, I'm a large man. I am. I, you know, there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I've been, you know, I've been over six feet tall, you know, I was probably 14 years old. Um, and, but that, that doesn't mean much. I was actually bullied personally growing up. Um, I've, I've had people, you know, push me, hit me, make fun of me, call me names. Um, I actually had, you know, and this was somebody that I considered a friend and, you know, my, my previous, uh, you know, marriage, which I don't generally talk about, but the place to do it. Um, you know, somebody that was at my wedding that grew up with me as a child, um, actually told my now ex um, that, you know, thank you for showing us that he wasn't gay. Um, wait, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Actually, how, does, actually, how does that have anything to do with your wedding? Well, it, nothing, but at the same time, you know, there was there were rumors going around. There were, oh. you know, I, there, there, that, that's the whole thing. I mean, I can tell you that um, my, the first time that I tried to commit suicide, I was, uh, I was 19. I, uh, that was the first time. This is, you know, I, I've, I've tried twice in my life. I obviously haven't succeeded. If I had, this would be a very strange conversation. But um, uh, the very first time I did, and it was because I was 19. And, you know, there was there there was a lot of stuff going on in my life. And, and I can look back on it now and be like, eh, there really wasn't. But, you know, it doesn't matter what what I look back and, and see. It's what is going, what I see in that moment i'm not right. saying that i didn't have i didn't have problems i'm saying that looking back with the with the knowledge and the experience that i have now i can look, look back and say yeah my problems weren't really that big but at, at the time they were huge and i think that that's that's where our disconnect is coming from is because you know a lot of uh, and i'm guilty of it too you know i look at these i look at you know these teenagers nowadays i'm like oh you guys have it easy they really don't Hold on, let me cut you off for a second, and I, and I apologize that I keep doing that to you, but you brought something up that said, you said something that said, in that moment, right, you were saying, like, in that moment, that was one of the worst times in my life, the, something, right, so, and he, I think the biggest part about that is that the dark time of of that moment will not dictate the rest of your life, you know what I mean, like, it oh, will... Yeah, and you don't you don't know that. So sometimes, whether you whether you you in general want the help or or you know seek help or really want to hear it from somebody, regardless of whether you want to hear it for somebody or not, please don't just like back down if you're trying to help a friend. They may hate you for it, but if if you if you get through their head that. The, this moment that you're in, this dark period that you're in, this will not justify the rest of your life. 
this this short this short like six days that you may go through some shit that six days does not outweigh the remaining 65 years that you have left on this planet no and and you know and that and that's a big that that is that that is huge um you know there's when you have a friend i would rather lose a friend and have them alive than to continue, then ha- then go to my friend's funeral you mean lose a friendship not not lose the person yeah, right? yeah. i would oh, i'd rather lose a friendship right and have them and know that they are you know they've at least gotten through this point without doing something like that than to go to their funeral right i would rather have you how how i had no idea they were going through this i would rather know what they're going through and and unfortunately if that if it was the case unfortunately never speak to them again never never have them willing to let me in their life again because Mm -hmm. i because i inserted myself and and hopefully stopped something Right. I would rather have you pissed off at me for me trying to basically talk to you about what's going on than for and and for you to not, you know, harm yourself and lose you as a friend than me being like, all right, you're not, you know what, fine, fuck it. You don't want help, then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and talk to you and then have something happen. You know what I mean? I because I would feel guilty as fuck, but I would rather exhaust all possible avenues to get to you, whether it's sitting down and having a talk, whether it's texting you every single day, whether it's, you know, sometimes, sometimes I know you, you know, me is that sometimes the way to get through me is to cuss my ass out. And I'll, I'll pay attention when I have a friend who's willing to cuss me the fuck out because they need to get through to me. I'm going to listen because it's that serious, but I would rather have you upset with me or me, you know, me being upset with you over something and me not going through with that yes exactly and and you know and it's very hard to 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 for for those people going through those moments and i do say moments because yes i mean it it, it's it's a culmination Mm -hmm. or there are certain but it's that moment it's that moment that that crosses your mind that it continues to that it sticks that it stays there and you and you make that decision to either attempt or you're right there you're right at that edge because i mean when you think about it yeah it, you may have you may have had to put up with stuff for for some serious shit for for the last few years but if you can make it through that moment if you have that friend or that family member or even you know that outlet whether it be whether no matter what it be that that non self harm outlet get through that moment you you'd be you know you'd be amazed how long you know it would take for if it ever comes for another moment to come around right like i said i've tried twice in my life and the last time that i tried um i'll never forget the the look on my father's face uh, when he visited me in the hospital under suicide walk it was Mm. it it was it, it wasn't shame it was it was almost like where did i fail that's how he that's how his face. And it's nobody's fault though. And I think that's what's one of the big things about that too is if if you know you attempt or or somebody passes away from that, from from committing or losing their bat you know, losing their battle with, with their demons, it's it's nobody's fault. Like if you 
if you generally or if you generally care about somebody, you know, like like you said, like your your father came to come visit you at the hospital, right? Your your yeah. father is doing the um what did I do wrong? Or like when, when my brother, when my brother, uh, uh, lost his, his battle with, with depression, it was, well, what could I have done more of? And what could I have done to stop that? It's at the end of the, it's nobody's fault, but it's easier to say that than it is to actually believe it. Mm-hmm. Cause oh, no, yeah. matter, no matter what, you're going to feel guilty. Like you're going to feel guilty about what happened. And then you, go from there to make sure that you're like, this is never going to happen again. And that was what it was for me the second time. You know, I, I, I didn't succeed, as I said, and I, I can't say how happy I am. I have a beautiful family now. And, and if I had, I, I would never have gotten to this point. Um, but I told myself that I, you know, after going through a little bit of counseling after, you know, and I, and I'll be honest with you, the second time I did it, I was 21. I didn't really take the counseling seriously. And I've, I've done more with counseling at this stage of my life than I, I ever did then. But I did tell myself back then, I will never let myself get to that point. And I've stuck by that. And, you know, I have, I have pushed myself and I've gone through some shit. Um, and, you know, it, but I would never let my get, myself get to that point again. For me, wasn't worth it and and i will tell you whoever whoever may be listening it's not worth it it's not um it's you know you may be going through some of the hardest shit in your life but the fact of the matter is 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 it's not worth it because there are so many great things ahead right i mean there there are i mean you'll never it's it's seeing a sunrise it's you know it's you know, walking down the street, it's listening to your favorite song. It's not even just listening to your favorite, making a new favorite song, hearing a new favorite song. I mean, I never would have, would have been able to hear that. And, you know, it's the little things that got me through. And I can tell you, no matter who's listening, no matter what you're going through, it will be the little things that get you through. You know, one of the, I'm a, I'm a big component of that when it comes to like battling through this, it's the little things. And somebody told me, somebody told me a long time ago when I was uh, growing up, when I was playing baseball, um, somebody, they told me, and I, and I kind of preach the same thing to my guys when I'm, when I'm coaching is that nobody wakes up perfect. And that for you to even uh, ride, like to raise yourself to the next level you have to fail at some point. Right. So it's like in this example, it was, um, you know, like Michael Jordan didn't wake up just being one of the best basketball players of all time or the best basketball player of all time. Right. He failed at some point where that he learned from that and then elevated his play, which then took him to the next level, which then took him to, you know, imagine being cut in college because that guy is a fucking genius. Whoever decided to pull that move, but then you rebound from that. And then he builds on that to elevate his life. Once again, that elevated him to being arguably the greatest basketball player of all time. Right. So if you, if you look at that in, in a concept of, mental health, depression, anxiety, you know, and I understand that mental health isn't just depression. It's anxiety. It's, you know, stress. There's a lot of, a lot of things that are tied into mental health. Um, When you look at that, somebody told me that 
when you are having those moments and you have hit rock bottom, that is the absolute greatest place to be to reevaluate and to rebuild your life because you can't go anywhere else but up. So where you may feel like you're being buried by by life and and whatever's going on in your life if you're at the bottom and you think that whatever you're going through is the absolute worst and it can't get any worse then the only option you have is to go up like you don't you you don't need to um you don't need to surround yourself with the negativity to continue to try to bury yourself into that hole if you're at the bottom you focus on something you take, you take 30 seconds and you focus on something that brings joy to your life. You take that 30 seconds and you turn that into 60 minutes. You take that 60 minutes, you turn turn it into 24 hours. You take that 24 hours, you turn it into 48. And next thing you know, you are stacking your life. You're elevating once again, a little, little by little, little by little, little by little. And next thing you know, within however long it takes, because there is no time frame on grief, right? Nobody, nobody just decides that, you know, uh, you know, oh, I'm just going to take two minutes to cry over it and be done. You, you take the time that you need to grieve and you pick yourself back up, right? So you take that, you start with that 30 seconds you go with that with that 60 minutes you go with that 24 hours you go to that 36 48 72 you know you just keep building and building and you do the little things like you said you 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 find a song that you you know that brings you joy you you listen to something you haven't heard of yet and it's like oh well shit this is nice like i'm gonna I'm listen to this whole album right and then next thing you know you start picking up on the little things you notice the sunrise you notice this you notice that you know you you in that same time period you realize who your friends really are yeah and i think that's one of the key one of the key things is that when you're at the bottom, when you hit rock bottom, you really find out who your supporters and who your friends really are. Yes, absolutely. Um, there's, I mean, that, that's well said, well put. Um, that being said, you know, this is the, this is, we're about five minutes out and um, I, I think we should take, take a minute, you know, as we said, you know, this is this is very much about mental health, and honestly, I I I'm taking this as kind of my own mental health as well. This is allowing me to share the things um, that I've been through with, with people and, and get it out, and and it helps. So I, I would like to take a, take a second and say thank you to whoever's listening mm-hmm. for for bearing with me and dealing with with this. You know, it's it helps me. It does, and I and I truly hope you know. It, I've I've always said you know ever since the last time that I tried that I I tried to uh, tried to kill myself, it was you know I. If I if my story can help one person, it was worth, it it was worth it, um, and 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 that's the truth, um, but I do want to say you know thank you, thank you for for taking taking the time to listen. I do think we should touch on you know. Um, don't don't be afraid to call the 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 depression hotline. Yeah, um, so I'm pretty sure everybody, every city has one or access to one. Um, yeah, exactly. So hopefully, people, if you're listening to you know to this, and uh, hopefully this reaches out, and there's actually 
when this gets posted, like I said, we're, we're doing this through Anchor. So there's actually a tab for those of you that decide that they want to follow and keep track of what's going on. There's actually a tab that will allow you to ask questions and we can, we can respond to those questions if anybody is interested. Um, like Brady, like Brady said, there are outlets um, the national hotline is one of them, you know, 1-800-662-HELP, uh, that's 1-800-662-4357, um, you know, America for Suicide Prevention, they are always available, they have people that were willing to talk to you, um, I'm willing to talk to you, um, uh, you know, I'm sure Brady is as well. Um, you know, one of the other things too is I wanted to, I wanted to throw this in here earlier and I, we didn't get around to it. Um, it's that as of, uh, 2015, almost two thirds of the worldwide suicides, which is about 1.5% of all the deaths are committed by men, by men, because there's a stigma that we have to man up and shut the fuck up. And I think that the stigma of man up and just deal with it and just shut the fuck up. I think that's this type of, that's the type of thing that needs to get thrown out the window. And that goes for anybody. That's not just men. That's not just women. You know, it's it, you are who you are. You're born a certain way. You believe what you believe. You're going to live your life the way you want to live your life. And, don't change who you are just because somebody wants to be a dick to you. Somebody wants to be an asshole to you or cause, you know, problems in your life. If you need to reach out, reach out to us, reach out to one of these places, you know, and hopefully this helps anybody who's listening um, to understand that like, Hey, here's two people who have gone through it. Now I, I didn't really get into much of my story and maybe next week, you know, Brady was nice enough to open up about his and I think hopefully hearing from two people who have gone through this stuff, who have had personal experiences, who know people who have gone through this, you know, like, like I said, my brother lost his life. That was a, a rough time and it still is a rough thing for me. Uh, my wife, you know, she lost one of her best friends. Hopefully hearing two people who have gone through this and who struggle with it still will help connect with anybody who decides that they want to listen. Um, and like I said, you know, I, I've preached this saying since day one. And since I started, you know, really opening up about this, it's, you know, it's okay to not be okay. Like it's okay to have bad days. It's okay to wake up and feel like you got a cloud over you. It's okay to, you know, if you need time and you don't want to respond back to anybody through text, no, it, you, it, that's your right. Like you don't have to justify that. So it's okay to not be okay, you do whatever it is that you have to do that's not self-harming. You do whatever it is that you have to do that you know will get you through the rest of your day, that moment, that time period, and you recoup, you bounce back, and you just, you know, you sucker punch the next day and you, you know, move on with your life. You just live life. And I tell you what, life is a lot nicer when you're around it. Life is much better when, when you're here. Um, the world, even though as nasty as it may seem, the world will be a better place if you are in it. So if you think that you will be better off gone or if your family thinks that you're better off gone or your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or, your, you know, any of that, 
it's not like it's not going to be better. I promise you, it's not going to be better. It's going to make it worse because not only are you gone, but now they are going to suffer with the loss of having you not there. And that is something that you'll never, ever, ever get over. And those are those moments, like you said, those are little moments you'll never get back. So, and like I said, it's so it's okay to not be okay. That I kind of want to finish off here with and like i said i know we're all over the place we are rookies when it comes to this so please um um bear with us well this is this is only the pilot episode we'll get better all right we i've i've done a podcast in the past about sports which is a lot easier to do this is a little more difficult this is uncomfortable it gets awkward that's the whole reason why we're doing this damn thing so there is one thing that i want to leave all y'all with before we go and um we'll we can dive into the actual topic another day but um for those of you who uh who care um there is a uh, verse and uh i saw it one day when we were doing an overnight walk in um philly it was on the back of someone's shirt and it's uh matthew four sixteen, and it reads this the people dwelling in darkness have seen a great light, and for those dwelling in the region in the shadow of death, on them a light has dawned. Be the light in somebody's darkness. Do whatever it is that you have to do and can do to help somebody else out today, tomorrow, and for the rest of your life. Uh, agreed. Um, there's the, the, the world is full of people doing darkness and doing and, and, and shading other people. Um, don't be be the person lifting people up be the person person illuminating somebody mm-hmm. well i appreciate i appreciate all y'all listening um again you know we'll uh we'll have some more structure next time we usually do have some structure we just kind of roll right on into it though we, we kind of we kind of did so uh we will get better thanks for bearing with us thanks for thanks for participating um i'm uh, again i'm brady the big alaskan i mean that's basically <laughs> but um i'm brady this is dan um please feel free to leave any comments any questions i mean if you want to comment or give us any tips on on maybe uh how to how to work a structure in a little bit better feel free there's nothing off limits this is a judgment free zone and i know a lot of people say that but this is it's the, it's the truth it is there's, the truth there's there's zero you can ask us or tell us that we will be offended by or will ignore um it may take us time to get back to you but we always will so if you stumble across this podcast all right be a friend tell a friend hit the follow button um and if you you know if if you like it you know definitely you know hit the follow button if you like it and if you don't just go on about your day like it never happened won't hurt won't hurt our feelings but appreciate the time uh thank you all for listening um brady you have the rest of your sunday i don't know what you got going on because you you're what like 17 hours behind me but um you sir have a fantastic rest of your day tell your wife i said hello I will, and give your wife my best. You have a great rest of the day. We're actually going to the Lizard Store. Uh, Lebowski needs a new hammock. Okay. Um, <laughs> we need to, we need to talk about that next week about how you have a freaking bearded dragon as a pet named Lebowski. Named Lebowski. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, um, have a great day, man. Uh, give my best to, to your better half. I will. Uh, we'll we'll talk soon, man. All right. Take care, buddy.